Vox Quick Hits. Like many Americans, you may have an extra $1,400 in your bank account now, or you're expecting it to arrive soon. After President Biden signed the COVID relief bill on March 11th, stimulus checks went out to millions of people. But not everyone who's eligible got one. In fact, many of the most vulnerable Americans, including people experiencing homelessness, did not receive payments. There are ways to get checks to those populations, but it's a difficult system to navigate, and some of the companies and organizations that claim to help take large cuts of the checks for themselves. Are there ways to fix this and get stimulus checks to every qualifying American? Vox's Kelsey Piper is here to explain. Hey, Kelsey. Hey. So what's going on there? So in order to get the stimulus checks, you need to have filed your taxes. And many low-income Americans don't file taxes. You aren't required to if you earn below a certain low level. And it can be almost impossibly difficult if, for example, you're homeless or don't have access to a computer at home or don't know your social security number and other identifying documents. ProPublica estimated in October that 9 million Americans didn't get the first round of stimulus checks, even though they were eligible, because they hadn't filled out their taxes and didn't know how to prove to the government that they deserved the check. So all of the challenges of filing your taxes and getting a stimulus check are just compounded if you're homeless. On every level, there's just additional barriers to getting your check, even though the checks could potentially make the most difference to someone who's homeless and serve as a deposit for an apartment or something like that. What are some of the ways that are available right now to address these problems for people who need a stimulus check but because they didn't file tax returns, aren't getting one? I've looked into this a little bit, and all over the country, there are groups that do advocacy for homeless people who've tried in various ways to solve that problem, sometimes by, you know, setting up laptops outside in a park and having volunteers try to help homeless people sign up, sometimes through outreach problems in shelters, uh, sometimes as a companion program to other services. Uh, But those have limited reach, and that's especially true during the pandemic when it's harder to get volunteers and a lot of programs are sort of curtailed for the safety of uh, program volunteers and homeless participants. There are other organizations and, and companies out here, I would assume, trying to help connect people with their checks as well. But they're not exactly operating above board always, right? So one story that I know because it happened here where I live in the Bay Area is of a company called DocuPrep, uh, which offered to help homeless people last fall get their first stimulus check. That's the $1,200 from the CARES Act. DocuPrep offered to get the homeless people $800 and keep $400 as their own cut for filling out the process and interfacing with the IRS. So that's a, a pretty steep cut, which I think speaks to the lack of access to services. You know, people wouldn't be taking DocuPrep up on losing $400 if they had other ways of getting their check, but they don't. So they went through DocuPrep and DocuPrep said that they would have the checks for those people in November. Then a couple different things went wrong. One was that the company says more than 60% of the people who tried to fill out an application for a stimulus check were rejected because the IRS had different information on file for those people than the ones that those people provided. So that suggests that if you're homeless, you know, and you're providing your information trying to get a check, it's reasonably likely that it just won't go through because of 
the government knows you by a different name or you forgot your social security number, problems like that. Then the IRS wasn't quite sure about DocuPrep requesting checks on behalf of hundreds of people and didn't issue the checks to DocuPrep. So in November, no checks. In December, no checks. January, no checks. When I started researching this and called DocuPrep's number to ask about the final fate of the checks, it had been disconnected. So people are trying to use these for-profit companies, but Firstly, that's a huge cut. And secondly, it might not even get them their check. Right. So they take away a third of your check if you get it at all, basically what was happening here. Yes. And I, it is unclear to me that anybody actually got a check through that program. Wow. What are some of the policy fixes here then? As a sort of short-term fix, we could, since we are charging the IRS with the responsibility of sending out the checks, allocate some resources that are specifically for ensuring that those checks get to poor people. The IRS doesn't have a marketing budget, doesn't have an outreach budget like many other government agencies do. Uh, So if the IRS had been explicitly given resources for the sake of making sure that every American eligible for a check got them, we'd probably be seeing some better results. But that's a short-term fix. And I think longer term, we should actually be thinking bigger. If we're going to use checks as a significant form of relief in cases like pandemics, recessions, and emergencies, one option is to give every American a Fed account. This is sort of a proposal for a public option for bank accounts. Instead of bank accounts only coming from private companies, the government has a bank account for every American tied to your social security number. And when there's a disaster of some kind for which checks are sent out, they just put the check in there. Uh, And this proposal solves a bunch of problems at once. A lot of people are unbanked, right? They don't have access to the banking system because they're low income and it's not profitable to serve them. And a government banking account means that those people still have access to basic banking services. It means that you don't have to go through a lot of logistics to send out checks. You can just put the money directly in everybody's bank account. And it's fairer. It doesn't require people to be near a physical bank branch. It doesn't require them to fill out confusing tax forms. The money is just there. So this is sort of part of, as you've kind of alluded to here, a bigger policy discussion we need to have about how unbanked and underbanked people navigate the financial system in the United States. Yeah, this is a huge problem. The financial system is really not set up for the poor. If you don't have a lot of resources, it's not really worth it to commercial banks to serve you. And so most of them either don't or they do in a form that has lots of fees and lots of uh, requirements for minimum balances and stuff like that that can hit poor people really hard. And that comes up particularly at tax time when serving low-income people who are trying to file a tax return, just nobody has much incentive to do that except for a substantial cut of their return, which means that those people are missing out when they need the money the most. Which brings us back to the stimulus check problem. Well, thanks so much for being here and talking to me about this. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Kelsey Piper is the staff writer at Vox, and you can find her on Twitter at Kelsey Tuok. I'm Emily Stewart, and this is Tell Me More. Our producer is Sophie Lalonde. You can find more episodes and other stories from Vox in the Vox Quick Hits feed wherever you get your podcasts. 